Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. Every Tuesday, we share the best practices and principles from the week's top podcasts. Every Friday, we share a bonus episode to help us build a great life. Last Friday, we talked about how Steve Jobs was fired from his own company, then came back and changed our world. This week will be our fourth book review. Every other week we'll be reviewing a book we just read. Let's get into it. Tim Ferriss has a question that he asks all the people that come on his podcast. He asks them, what book have you given the most as a gift? And I'm so excited to share this book because it's the one that I've given, that we have given as a couple the most as a gift. It's become very popular in professional sports, top businesses, and the military. And I, I think the reason is because it's so applicable. Almost every day we'll find ourselves thinking about it and, and talking about it because it can change how we see the hard times that we all go through in life. The title of the book is The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph by Ryan Holiday. The name comes from the quote from Marcus Aurelius's book, Meditations. Marcus said, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. And so the idea, and most of what I'll be sharing is direct quotes from the book because it's so good. So Ryan says, the whole idea behind this, he says, is turning obstacles upside down seeing each and every obstacle as an opportunity to practice some virtue to become better, to become stronger. And I like in the beginning he highlights that it's not about being positive, but learning to be ceaselessly creative and opportunistic, finding a way to make it good. And to demonstrate how we can do this, Ryan splits up the book into three parts perception, action, and will. And then each chapter has a powerful example of the principle, whether it's Abraham Lincoln or Amelia Earhart. They're really powerful and they're just, they're too long to share in this quick summary and review. So I really recommend reading the whole book. And the three parts, like the title, come from Marcus Aurelius. Ryan Holiday has an incredible ability to learn from others and to pass it on in a really powerful way. So Marcus said, objective judgment, unselfish action, willing acceptance, that's all you need. So perception, action, will. And Ryan says another way to look at these three principles or the three parts of the book, our mind, our perception, our body, the action, and our soul, the will. And finally, to close out the intro, Ryan says, obstacles are not only to be expected, but embraced, because they are actually opportunities to test ourselves, to try new things, and ultimately to triumph. The first part of the book is perception. Ryan defines perception as how we see and understand what occurs around us and what we decide those events will mean. 
And I just love this idea that it's up to us, that we can choose and we can be in control. Ryan points out though that humans are still primed to detect threats and danger that no longer exist. So we're primed toward negativity, but we have a choice about how we respond to a situation. It goes back to the Shakespeare quote that we shared recently, nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. As Ryan says, we decide what story to tell ourselves. And he makes a great point that we should focus on mental training as much as physical training. Both are equally important and require equally vigorous exercise and practice. That's such a great point that we don't go to the gym just once. In the Air Force, we have a physical fitness test that we have to pass at least once a year. And we don't just exercise once a year. We recognize that we have to do it every day, but it's the same with our mental training as well. And I like Ryan makes the point that we can still feel emotions. He quotes Nassim Talib, who said, real strength lies in the control or the domestication of one's emotions, not in pretending they don't exist. I really like the idea of controlling or domesticating our emotions. Think about domesticating a horse and how that enables us to harness that power and that strength for our benefit. And Ryan says one way that we can control our emotions is to take what we're afraid of and break it apart, to ask ourselves questions about why we fear it, to to recognize that it's not necessary to, that we can overcome that fear. I also like, he said, how we interpret the events in our lives, our perspective is the framework for our forthcoming response. And then he says a, a quote that you'll hear that's kind of a cliche, but I think it's powerful and true. He says, where the head goes, the body follows. And a big part, a big theme throughout this part of the book is the serenity prayer. And it, and Ryan describes it in the book and how powerful it is. And I'll just quickly say it. It is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Ryan says, focusing exclusively on what is in our power magnifies and enhances our power. But every ounce of energy directed at things we can't actually influence is wasted. So in conclusion, Ryan focused on how we need to live in the present. He said, focus on the moment, not the monsters that may or may not be ahead. But like anything in our life, we have to work at this to become good at it. The second part of the book is action. And Ryan defines action as the energy and creativity with which we break down our obstacles and turn them into opportunities. He says, step by step, action by action, will dismantle the obstacles in front of us. Our movements and decisions define us. We must be sure to act with deliberation, boldness, and persistence. One of the principles and one of the chapters from this section 
is get moving. Ryan says, you've got to start to go anywhere. That's how people become great at things. They start anywhere, anyhow. Courage at its most basic level is really just taking action. I love that idea. That's something we've been talking about a lot with the podcast is how important it is just to start to overcome that fear of failure or rejection, whatever it may be. And we might be really bad at something and we probably will be at the start, but that gives us a foundation to build on. And as we keep going, we'll get better and people will help us as well. Another principle and chapter from this part is follow the process. And the example that Ryan talks about is Nick Saban, who is a coach at Alabama. And unfortunately, if you like college football, they have been dominating college football for a long time. He created one of the best and strongest rival uh, dynasties that's ever been in college football. And Ryan says the way he has been able to do that is by following the process and focusing on that with his players. Ryan says, excellence is a matter of steps. Saban's process is exclusively this, existing in the present, taking it one step at a time, not getting distracted by anything else, then finishing, finishing the smallest task you have in front of you and finishing it well. Ryan goes on to talk about how when we follow the process, we don't think about the end, we just think about surviving. He says, think progress, not perfection. So in conclusion, for the part about action, Ryan emphasizes that we can always think clearly and respond creatively. We can look for opportunity and seize the initiative. The last part of the book is will. Ryan defines will as our internal power, which can never be affected by the outside world. He says inner will allows us to handle defeat and difficulty. True will is quiet humility, resilience, and flexibility. And one of the amazing examples from the book is Abraham Lincoln. And in this section, he talks about Lincoln's depression that was so hard for him and how he struggled so much with it. And Ryan says, Lincoln's personal challenges had been so intense that he came to believe they were destined for him and prepared him for greater things. He learned to endure and find benefit and meaning from it. And Ryan goes on to say how will is fortitude and wisdom. It gives us ultimate strength, strength to endure, contextualize, and derive meaning from the obstacles. And he says Stoics called it the inner citadel, the fortress inside of us that no external adversity could ever break. He also shares a Latin phrase, amor fati, and he, he sells a coin that has this written on it, and it's a really powerful thought. It's Latin, and it translates to love of fate. And to describe this, he, the example he shares is Thomas Edison. So Edison, when he was 67, he was incredibly successful. 
he'd had a lot of inventions and he was using that to create products that he was selling and making a lot of money on. Unfortunately, one night a fire broke out at his production campus and Edison would eventually lose more than $23 million from this fire. But when it happened, he ran to the scene and he told one of his kids, he said, go get your mother and all her friends. They'll never see a fire like this again. And I love that example that even in the heat of the moment when all of his life's work was going up in flames, Edison was able to find joy in it and he was able to find a small thing that was good about it. And he wasn't just doing this for show. Later in an interview, Edison would talk about how this was going to give him a new beginning and how he could start fresh. And Ryan says, we have to learn to find joy in every single thing that happens because there is always some good contained within the bad. Another principle in one of the chapters from this part is something bigger than yourself. Oops, sorry about that. Our dog had a little itch, so hopefully, that's right, the obstacle is away, I'll make it better. Hopefully you guys have a dog that you can love on and understand when they do something they're not supposed to. But anyways, so the chapter is something bigger than yourself. And I really like the quote. Each chapter starts with a quote. And this one is from Leroy Percy. He said, A man's job is to make the world a better place to live in, always remembering the results will be infinitesimal. I hope I'm saying that right. Really small. Anyways, I like Ryan says, When we focus on others, on helping them or simply providing a good example, our own personal fears and troubles will diminish. He says shared purpose gives us strength. So in conclusion for this section, I, I just really like this principle about focusing on something bigger than ourselves. And to wrap up that chapter in this part, Ryan says, help your fellow humans thrive and survive. Contribute your little bit and be happy with that. Lend a hand to others. Be strong for them and it will make you stronger. In closing, Ryan summarizes the three parts of the book, perception, action, and will. He says, see things for what they are, do what we can, endure and bear what we must. What blocked the path now is a path. What once impeded action advances action. The obstacle is the way. So we've talked about it before and we're strong believers that we're all fighting our own battles. And so hopefully this week and this weekend as is, is you have some of the hard times that we all go through, I hope that you can remember some of these principles and that you can hopefully see those obstacles as opportunities to become better and to become stronger to help others in your life. So we hope that this helps and thanks again for being with us. And as always, the anonymous feedback link will be at the bottom of the show notes. We really appreciate your reviews and all the positive feedback, but please don't hesitate to let us know how we can become better. So thanks so much and we'll see you on Tuesday.